welcome to our podcast, Coffee, Tea, and Wine. This show is about us creating a space to talk about things that we love from TV shows to movies, lifestyle, and culture. I'm your host, Chels, and this is Nikki. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Coffee, Tea, and Wine. We are your hosts. We are back for episode nine, season two. Charles, what's going on? What you been up to? Nothing, chilling, chilling. <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm drinking red wine. Genesis. It like, it's like a dry or? It's going on, I was telling you about that. Um, that's sweet. Okay, um, I'm drinking water. Um, so like, I got a Fitbit and and it's the tracker it's not the watch or anything like that because i was considering getting the watch but i was just like i don't want to be that connected if i put my phone down mm-hmm. i don't want nothing on my arm vibrating telling me something's coming through although you can with this but i feel like it's less invasive and um so like you, you can track how much water you drink so i'm trying to do better in in staying hydrated i do drink water but i feel like it's not even I feel. I know for a fact I don't drink what's required for my height and weight. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like that's like my new challenge. Not even try to drink a lot of water like overboard, but drink enough that's required for my height and weight. And then once I master that, I'll move up to do other stuff. But I think that's what I'm trying to do for like the next two weeks or so. I'm not trying to make say like oh for the next month. For the next two weeks, that's my challenge. So I have to drink at least 64 ounces in a day for my height and weight, which is not bad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm trying to drink before too late at night because I'm not trying to get up in the middle of the night. I barely sleep already. That's always the challenge. You have to try to drink like before seven. Right. Like it's seven o'clock now, so I'm on my last bottle. I don't even have to finish this whole thing. If I finish just half of this bottle, I'd be at um 64 ounces. So... That's my thing, and I'm drink- and I'm eating cold Chick Fil A fries with some <laughs> Chick Fil A sauce. <laughs> yeah, but you know what else? So one of the other reasons I got the Fitbit is to track my sleep. So I used it to track my sleep this weekend, and I already know that my sleep is trash. Like I really do want to do like a sleep study, but from what the Fitbit said. I literally only had one hour of REM sleep since Friday night. Mm. One hour. I didn't even know. Like that. an hour and like a few minutes, of course, not exactly an hour, but one hour and a few minutes. And that was Saturday night. From Friday into this morning, most mm-hmm. of my sleep is light sleep, restlessness, and waking up. Even though those watches do all of that. I didn't know it broke it down like that either. So I'm going to keep doing it, but it's kind of crazy to see how it breaks it and when those things happen. But most of the night I'm on, I'm in a light sleep. Like I don't, I know for a fact personally that I don't sleep deeply because I do hear everything. Mm -hmm. But to know that since Friday, since I got it and I was using it till Today, I've only had technically an hour and few minutes of REM sleep. And that's not good. But I'm just like, how do you even go about fixing that? You'd have I, to be somebody that... 
right train you how to do that right I would have to go and see a doctor which I'm also thinking because I don't um, fall asleep or have deep sleep or REM sleep is this what's triggering my migraine seeing that I most of my migraines I wake up with them Mm -hmm. so like my mind's not doing what it needs to do but anyway that was a tangent but I'm drinking water (laughs) I'm drinking water (laughs) so who's gonna tell Trump that he lost the election nobody in his cabinet seems to be doing a good job at that because I really don't know why he's still at it I think it's so ridiculous that he none of the lawsuits that the lawyers have brought before a judge has has any standing and he's still walking around pouting and honestly I don't know if his supporters are understanding understanding this or seeing this but he is putting y'all in danger as well for him not to be passing on important information to the next president that's coming in which is delaying so many things that need to happen mm-hmm. like it's not just democrats it's all of us do y'all not see that they don't care so what does it matter to them it matters well it doesn't matter to them but it matters to me because what might affect you will affect me too unfortunately but that, that's what i'm saying it's like they're trying to buy time because at the end of the day we're not gonna see the president elect until 120 and the more they do what they're trying to do to stall it the further they're gonna push that back i hope not um today I saw in the news that they Washington is still getting ready to do inauguration like they're setting up the place for inauguration mm-hmm. um does he know that <laughs> I don't know he knows that he's like you know what was so funny <laughs> there was like a protest that um his supporters had oh the m- m- million mega man march it wasn't even a million them but go ahead but the way how he like they're out there protesting and he's like Thank you. On his way to go play golf. On his way to go. I was like, no, he's not. Like, (laughs) these people are out here trying to support on your behalf. Like, and this man, and he's like going to play golf. Exactly. And I'm just like, this is the this is who you guys are trying to reinstate into the position. He obviously don't care about (laughs) y'all because if 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 anybody else is out there doing all of this and as a as a as a president or as a politician or whatever you feel the need to go out there and stand in arms with these people because you you, you're so you feel so strongly about what's going on but no he's like but they don't i don't think they realize he really doesn't care about them he just wants their support in the sense of helping to help quote unquote help him stay in the white house but at the end of the day he does not care about them but whatever let them go ahead and think think that he cares and see how quick he will leave them um my brother was saying that because we're trying to figure out how like how do you think he's gonna leave the white house Mm -hmm. and my brother says because i want him to be kicked out i need i need all the pomps and circumstance i need to see you carried out of the white house but my brother is saying that he feels like he's going to go to Mar-a-Lago for the holidays, for like Christmas and just not come back. <laughs> like 
he's just like knows that nothing can nothing else can happen so why even come back in january which i feel like that i could see him doing that too i could see him doing one of two things either staying in there like he think he owns the owns the place and the secret service the secret service walks him out or he goes to mar-a-lago and just never comes back he just abandons their job i mean that would be that would affect us in any shape or form so if that's what you want to do sir go ahead get the show on the road because you just playing it at this point right going to exile we don't care (laughs) um so this is a this is a show that we will continue to watch um so covid is rising girl i don't know what's going on it's just, it's, I mean, like we, we anticipated this, so mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at the same time, but it's a matter of, I'm just kind of waiting on when we're going to po- possibly go back into lockdown, if we go back into lockdown, mm-hmm. because I, I haven't seen a lot of cases where I am and I've not heard on the other side that there's a lot of cases at this point but well unfortunately for me i've had two cases no sorry wrong number three cases within the last week of week and a half confirmed cases so i mean like like i see them they mm-hmm. they come there but it's just not at the rate that it was before. everybody everybody else yeah well right now texas is going through it but Texas was never doing what they were supposed to do in the first place. So I'm not surprised. I, I've spoken to people in Texas and they were saying that people were not wearing masks out there. Nope. nope. They were just acting like everything is a free for all. So mm-hmm. what do you expect? Don't follow Atlanta people because they got herd immunity. Because <laughs> they do. I don't know what they out there doing, but don't be following Atlanta. But even, I was even talking to one of my coworkers and she was saying that there's places in New York too that be open late. And I was like, when? Because I, I was just saying to her, like this 10 o'clock curfew thing now is not nothing new to me because I always had that, that mindset yeah. when it was set in place. So mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to be out that late anyway. Right. So she was like, girl, there's places out, there's like, spots open like till all hours in the morning i'm like where i was like this is underground because i did not know this i thought atlanta was doing anything but i guess no but in new york i've heard like i've seen on the news i watch the news every day where police had to shut down parties or illegal establishments that's holding parties late Mm -hmm. so obviously people are doing it which i think is the reason why we're in this situation is because people stop caring. So like, you guys stop caring, but y'all complain that we have to go back inside, but you wasn't following the rules. Mm-hmm. What did you expect that was gonna happen? Right, what did you expect? And, and to, the, um, to what we were saying about Texas, my thing is, and obviously everybody don't think like me or think like you and I, or even think like healthcare workers, I just look at things like if you see one state going through it because I feel like prevention is better than cure Mm -hmm. just take the precaution so you don't have to go through it don't say oh it never happened to us because you took the precaution 
be glad that you didn't have to go through hell and high water because you took the precautions because look at you now like you guys need extra help you are asking people from the prison to help to move bodies my thing is i just feel like they need to put they need to enforce stricter laws in place about the mass situation because there's no punitive law at the moment for whether or not you, you for for if you wear a mask or not so people are gonna like i was saying to somebody if if i'm outside and i'm not wearing a mask and and someone sees me and say hey put your mask on put it on and once i pass you i take it right back off so unless you're gonna really you know have people pay fines for this and make it a strict situation nobody's gonna listen right. and i just feel like i just feel like they're too lax on what's going on because yes people want to have people still want to go out and have a little sense of freedom you want the economy to still run a certain type of way because it's gonna affect us dramatically if certain businesses are not operating how it's supposed to so my thing is if you're so caught up and concerned about all these things why not just put stricter laws in place and have people do the right thing but, but me, look who like, you have as a president because that's they're... why i'm like i hope when biden comes in that he's able to have like a, a major turnover you have in, a president in, in office who don't care who took it as a joke and doesn't want to follow any form of scientific proof but um, my thing is, even if the president is, is you know... Congress and them ain't doing the same thing either. Exactly, because I'm like, there it, it is called United States for a reason. But then again, you got, you got, you know who's in there who figure like, oh, no, but we're not going to do is, that. We got to save always, the economy. Cuomo always out here talking shit. Like, he could have been put shit in place. Am I lying? Because you refusing to take a vaccine. So, sir, you could have put a law in place for people to get penalized for not wearing a mask a long time ago. Y'all have the cops out there passing out masks to people. How is that helping? How is that helping? If you have them out there passing masks, have them out there manning the people and letting them know they need to put a mask on. Because I'm not going to say that I'm perfect with it. There's times when I'm like out and about and I don't wear it. But if I'm around people, I'm going to put it on because I don't want, I don't, I just, I just don't know if I have it and I could give it to you and what it could do to you or vice versa. So I'm just going to be mindful when I'm in certain spaces with people. But some of y'all just don't give a fuck, period. Y'all really don't. Y'all come into the people them store. The people tell y'all not to wear. You need to wear a mask. Y'all still want to come in their stores with no mask. Like y'all want to go on a bus with no mask. Like somebody's telling me somebody's going on a bus with a mask with no mask. And the bus driver was like, "Are you serious?" People are wilding. And, and they were trying them, to walk on. Like I remember and, hearing them. They were going to put people on the bus to monitor that. Or yeah, that's what, that's what the lady told me that there was somebody on there that was. Like a, I guess like a cop or something. That oh, I haven't seen that yet. I'd love to see that. And he was like, "Excuse me, sir. Did you not hear the bus driver say you need to get off the bus because you don't have-? like?" He was shook. She said he was shook because he he, he didn't know what type of time they was on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they need to do because people obviously they need to be 
men and police like really need to be policed but i don't know how that's gonna work because since everybody's mad at the cops right now i don't know how right i think it's i think it's like uh almost uh what's the work word i'm looking for I can't remember the word I'm looking for, but the combination is not going to work because the cops are in hot water right now. But at the same time, you kind of need them or other authority mm-hmm. to enforce something like this because a pandemic like this don't come but like every hundred years or so. Because the mm-hmm. last one was the flu of what eighteen something. Yeah, girl, you know it. <laughs> it was a century, right? So this generation is not. I guess before something like this never had to deal with anything like this. So they feel like, oh, it's not that serious. We don't need anybody to tell me to wear a mask. But at the same time, it's just like, no, you do. And I hate, like, like I told you the other day, I hate when I hear people talking about, oh, they're talking about the science and, you know, and people want to give their own statistics that they made up on behalf of every healthcare worker. Shut up. Cause y'all don't know nothing. Shut up. But my thing is, do you feel like it was any different back then? I feel like it was probably the same thing because they said the same thing happened. They did, they shut down the the economy. People had to stay inside. And then it, there was an uptick when they came back out. It, 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 the, the chain of events is, is occurring the same, the same exact way. It's the same. It was until the flu vaccine came out that mm-hmm. there was some type of, you know, effect and change that occurred. But at the end of the day, I don't know how effective this vaccine is going to be. I don't know how many people are willing to take it. Because sure. it's, not- what, it's, it's Moderma and one other pharmaceutical company say they're like 90 to 95% <clears throat> good with their vaccine. But because in the work I do, in the work you do, we're both like, this is the first batch? I'm not sure. <laughs> So, I'm sure people are gonna take it. Uh, well, I don't want to be the first person to take it. I don't want to be the one in the first batch. Although at the same time, I do feel they're gonna want, because oh, I did hear them say people in nursing homes, older people in nursing home and healthcare workers to be the first set of people. And I'm just like, huh? I already declined, so yeah, so, I even don't even. So you can like see me mutate in a few years. <laughs> you know how you know how they are with the flu when they when. I feel like now they don't even bother to act the way how they used to act. You remember back in the days when we used to have to get the flu vaccine Mm -hmm. and they would just be policing you all the time, like, hi, like you can't even pass and they not see that new, new badge on your shit before they like, oh, now ain't nobody saying shit to you. They just come, we giving out the flu vaccine, whoever wants it, I'll be in this room right here. Nobody says nothing to nobody anymore. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Um, so you were saying that you feel like this might be the last weekend before we get locked down. I, I, I'm glad I planned something for this weekend. <laughs> Because the way things are going, it looked like it'd be my, my last hurrah for the rest of this year. I don't even want to say that. I, you know how I feel about saying certain things. Yeah, I know. I, know. Mm-hmm. I don't even, <laughs> even want to say it, but like, I really do feel like this weekend is probably going to, there's going to be a change in events and they're going to want to tell us that, fuck the curfew, y'all going to go right back inside and shut I don't, down. 
although there's a vaccine, I, in all honesty, and this is just my opinion, I do think, like, because we are, you know, in an uptick, I do think, think things are going to get a little bad before they get any better. I feel like this winter, we're just going to see um, some high death rates. I don't want to say as high as before, but we're going to have that uptick and then we're going to start slowly going down. But let's see. Well, they, I think the last time I saw on CNN, they said it was at 235, 235,000 people now. Mm -hmm. So I know those numbers are climbing. I know Chicago shut things down. They're in lockdown now. Um, Jersey. Jersey. Mount Vernon. Right there. I didn't even know Jersey was in lockdown. So I don't know if they're on lockdown, lockdown, but I know Jersey, they're they're having like a tighter restrictions compared to us. Mount Vernon has a full on, um, they're locked down too. So unless they have to be at work, get mm -hmm. bought for essentials, and I heard they say also school, they shouldn't be leaving. I didn't know Mount Vernon was wilding. I guess because we not seeing, we just minding our business and not seeing these places. Because a lot of people are doing these events and having like super spreaders. And I, I'm like, somebody said to me, oh, you just saying that because, because I was talking about like weddings, because I was talking about like the super spreader wedding that they had in Long Island, I believe, a few weeks ago. And they said like 61 people tested positive for the virus. The place shut down. They lost their liquor license. And now like they're saying like it, sh it needs to be 10 people. And I think they had over 100 and change people at that wedding. So my thing is, I get it. You want this lavish wedding that you've planned since you were a kid. Because some girls are like that. You know they know yeah. what they want. But is it worth the safety of so many people? That's, that's At the same time, those people don't care either, right? So, okay, say I'm holding a party and I did invite you, but I know it's a wedding and a lot of people are going to be there. I would hope, like, I would be like, let me decline, but all those people didn't decline. They want to be in this party anyway. Yeah, because it's almost like, that's, that's, that's like people showing up for you. But my thing is, had there not been an invitation, would there have been guests? No. Right, no. You, you set out You set out the amount of people you want to come to your thing. You're paying for them. They're not paying for it. So yeah. why would you do that? Like, my thing is, I just, I just look at it like just to say, oh my gosh, imagine if I had a wedding like that and God forbid somebody got it and died. I would feel like I'm responsible for right. it. That's how when I look at certain parties that people are having, like even if you wanted to go, but when you went, you saw the amount of people that's in there. What makes you feel like, oh, let me add to the numbers. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't get that. And I don't get that thought process. Um, even now when I see, if I'm about to go in a store and I'm like, mm, it's a little crowded for me. I want to back out, but mm -hmm. people are just going into these parties, raves that they're holding, and they're like, oh, there's 200 people in there. What, what's going to hurt for having, like, a few more? What's no. 201? Like, yeah, what's 201? <laughs> so I, I, I would never understand that type of thought process, but people, I, people honestly have just stopped caring. I know they're having what they call it, what, pandemic fatigue or corona fatigue um but we're not through this i mean 
there have been other diseases and stuff that has come and gone, but they have lasted way longer. So, and we've, to be honest, we've only been going through this for a few months. And it's just like, I just want us to get back to where we were as in being able to move around as much. But I also understand that there is a discipline to be had and just to, to just be aware of yourself and put on a mask and do what you got to do. Um, it's gotten so real that I don't even, I don't even like to wear the cloth ones anymore. Oh, I double. Like I, if I'm wearing the cloth one, it's over a surgical mask. Mm-hmm. because I just feel like it's not doing anything. Yeah. I, I have done that too. I, for the, this last week I've, um, cause I ordered a few cloth masks because they're cute, but I literally have a surgical one underneath it. And plus it's getting cold. So it helps my face stay warm. So. Awesome. I don't know. I like, like you said, I'm not expecting things to have like a rapid turnover rate, but like it, it, it is going to take some discipline and it's going to take time and people just need to do the work and get it done. If you guys want to be able to move around freely, I understand like it's a little bit of a constraint right now because you can't go beyond that 10 o'clock stress, but make it work, nigga. Where, where y'all going? Where are y'all going? Nowhere. Ain't nothing out here to do. The little, this whole week is going to be cold. So what y'all doing? What y'all doing beyond 10 They o'clock? find something to do. And like, I, like they said, they're having these mini super spreaders. Like they're inviting people over. Let's be serious. We've seen it on Instagram. We follow friends. We follow people. And they're having... 20, 25 people in their houses because they can't go nowhere else. And yeah, only but then to- it's like, what is them 20, 25 friends doing to on a regular? Because some of them be out there, out there. Mm-hmm. So you got to be mindful too about who you invite into your, in your house spaces because they, they not being safe. Yep. Well, all I can do is pray for these next few months because at least for you and I and people who are in our predicament, in our uh, line of work, there's no off days for us. <laughs> so we shall see. Um, so Beyonce is dropping a another Ivory Park clothing. It's the black edition. When I tell you, I am so happy that I didn't even cut my eye upon the first release. <laughs> I didn't care. I did not care about that first release. The clothing was cute and all, but that, that color palette, it ain't me. The coral is cute. The tan or that brown is cute. But that green and that yellow, and, and they're pretty colors. It's just not nothing that speaks to me. But girl, when I saw her drop that black, I was just like, you are speaking my language. I only want one thing. I'm not even going to try to like kill myself to get it. I'm just going to do a regular. If I go online, it's there. I'll get it. Mm-hmm. If it's not, I'm not stressing. I just want one thing from that black line and I'm the good. You know how I feel about that whole shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing like it's too much work just to, if I can't just go online and click and put it in the cart and but that's what I told you. But that's what I told you. If I'm going to go, I'm going to see. It, and I'm not stressing over it because what I went through the last time just for her first time she dropped in February or in January, 
that was ridiculous. So I'm not stressing it. If I go and I see it, cool. If it's not, I'm not even like stressing. I'm like, all right, it works for me. Keep it moving. What happened? I said, this is worse than waiting for Jordans on a Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) And I never had a problem getting no Jordan. Even, Even people, like, never, never. And people used to always complain. And I wore a size that was always Wait, sold, sold out. So for me, this is beyond foolishness. I didn't grow up wearing Jordans. Sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah, my mom was not about to hear, Mommy, I want some Jordans. I liked it on other people. But also I felt like I didn't dress. I was about to Jordans. say, that's what I was about to say. That, that's not even your style. <laughs> Really not. I was wearing heels in high school. Let's be serious. What? <laughs> I had these, especially in the winter time. I I love me some knee high boots. I had these, and my best friend could tell you. I don't even. I wonder if my mom still had these boots. They were these leather suede with fur at the top, but they were cute. Mm-hmm. Um, BCBG boots. That with heels, right? I let me tell you, I was I swore I was growing in high school. You couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> so yeah, while everybody was wearing Jordans, I was like wearing heels in high school and stuff. When you said that, I just started thinking about I don't know if you guys did this, but there was a time when you get to like a certain level in school, you would wear like a pocketbook and a backpack. I never did that. I oh, never no, got that oh, shit. I never got that stuff because <laughs> Girl, I, my thing is just like I don't want to have this many things on. Exactly. Me. So girls in my in my in my generation, they did it, but I just couldn't do. It. As girly as I was, I could not have the book bag and the pocketbook. Exactly. Or the purse. I just like nobody got time for that. I got to worry about finding my bag and finding my purse. I got no. Yeah, that was never my thing. Cause sometimes the, the pocketbook can just easily be put in the backpack <laughs> the way I was so small I'll just be looking at them like what is the point of this nonsense <laughs> like this does not make any sense yeah I remember I wonder if they, I wonder if girls are still doing that I don't think so I haven't seen anyone but yeah that was a big thing when I was in high school the one thing I was big on is having a nice wallet like I always wanted I didn't have no credit cards no nothing but I <laughs> I, I liked having a wallet um just to put my stuff in. And I did have a, a, a pretty nice wallet that my mom got me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that whole having a purse and a book bag, please. Yeah, I never liked that. I just Especially with that. me in high school, because I played volleyball too. So I would have my book bag for school and had to have my sports bag to carry a purse. I don't got time. I'm trying so, to think, like, was I, did I even have, I, probably when I got to like a certain grade, I think maybe... I just, I didn't bring the book bag, but maybe the pocketbook, like, or a tote or something. Do you remember, I, I always wore, like, a messenger bag in high school. I had, like, a nice canvas, um, coal hand messenger bag in high school that I love. But do you remember the North Face fanny pack? Girl, I hate it. When them girls used to roll the up their... It was the Spanish kids that used to love wearing that shit. And they I can't never, lie. You right. They never have paper. Yo, let they, me get loose leaf. No, nigga. If you had a proper book bag, you'd have paper. Like, the fuck? 
And they be having them spiral notebooks rolled up. I was just like, y'all don't have to have a book And they love wearing that with their jeans and Jordans and a tank top, mm-hmm. especially in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And have their spiral, the one subject spiral notebook rolled up. <laughs> for five classes. For five classes. I used to hate it. And they always want to ask you for something. I was like, if you, like you said, if you had a proper book bag, you'd be able to hold the things you needed. That shit used to, I never got into that. Never. I was not. Because I just was like, it don't make no sense. It did not make any sense. <clears throat> None whatsoever. And I was like, y'all parents really allow y'all to come to school like that? But anyway, I digress. Um, we just went on a whole memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, one item from um, Beyonce's um, Black Line drop. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I'm not stressing over it. I'm at this point in my life, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this Helen Highwater high water type of thing of trying to find or get a certain item. It's not worth it. At this point in my life, I'm just like, whatever. It's not going to take away from my wardrobe or what I got. It is what it is. When you online, just drop one item near cash for me. Cause I'd be, I, I just don't be remembering. It's like when I wake up, I just see like, like the day when she dropped the line, I think I went on ASOS and I saw it and it was like four pieces. And by the time I looked on one piece to click back, it was three pieces. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, I'm just like, I was just like, whatever. I don't really care. I'm not interested. It's too much work yeah it's it's definitely too much work um she's getting her money's worth with um everybody getting her stuff um you can't just send me a box (laughs) right she can send me a box she also partnered with which i think is unbelievably great which h um which hbcus and peloton for um black students to be able to um have a membership with them so they can um get on top of their health and fitness which i think is great um somebody on twitter asked a very pertinent question and saying like are we getting a peloton as well (laughs) but no but the thing is about peloton is because my best friend has one that i use as well um once you have the membership it's just more than being on a bike there are you can go running with a trainer there is yoga, there is weights, there is stretching. Um, so there's more more things than the bike. And I feel like it's definitely worth it. You can sign up for live classes when they're having them. Um, so although you might not have a bike, you are still able to take part in other classes that they do have because I take the yoga classes, which I love. I sometimes a monthly subscription? Yeah, but they get it free for two years. Okay. So um, I do the yoga, outside of the bike, I do the yoga. Um, I haven't gone running outside with anyone yet. First of all, it's cold. I don't run in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've done a stretching class. So it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty solid. And I, um, I think that is great what she's doing to make sure Black people have the opportunity to put their health first and not have to worry about the cost of it. So I think that's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought that I wasn't sure when I was looking into it, you have to pay like, besides what she's doing, like you have to pay a monthly subscription to get all those classes beyond for the machine. Yeah. Okay. So so there's the machine and then there is the subscription to 
um, be able to like sign in live classes. So if you had the bike and you didn't have like the subscriptions for the classes and stuff, there's like preset rides that, mm -hmm. that are there, but it's not many. So oh. you're kind you you kind of have to do mm -hmm. the subscription <laughs> to, to get, get the full advantage of what yeah the full advantage of it and to make um to really um dive into it. I took the um the Beyonce ride with Toussaint and Tunde and girl, I almost died. It was a great class, but I remember what I was telling my best friend and I was just like, but why would they give us Toussaint and Tunde together? Because anybody who has ever taken their classes, individually, they're hard and, but they're great instructors. Like they, the way they motivate you, mm -hmm. they're great, but they're gonna push you. So you want to put them two together is crazy, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the songs for Beyonce that they picked. And I, when I got off, I felt like, oh, I had a great workout. I felt inspired. I felt like I can just get stuff done that day. So um, I hope people or, you know, students of HBCUs take full advantage of this. Peloton is a great company and their way of doing workouts it's a great idea so I hope they take full advantage of it and mm -hmm. use it for the next two years because you can literally change your life within two years just from like a workout plan so yeah that's true I mean and if two years you get to your goal and you don't need her no more you'd be like oh thank you Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> on to the next <clears throat> so yeah I, I really do think that's cool are you trying to work out or do anything you know what I'm trying to do I'm trying to go to Miami and pay this money and get this <laughs> working out no but I was thinking about it though like I was sitting down and I was saying to myself like why is it so hard to just do a little stretch do certain type like a combination of workout routines while I'm watching a show like I binge watch so much tv why mm -hmm. can't I just you know do some leg works or, or something. And I don't know if it's because I'm just not motivated enough or if I, I just don't have a routine. Cause for me, it's always been like, if I have a routine and I know a routine, I would just do it mm -hmm. until I get tired of it. Mm -hmm. And if it works, it works. But mm -hmm. I just, I'm just not self-motivated at all when it comes to working. I, I always need, like I said, a routine or somebody physically pushing, pushing you. Me. I feel like for me with the idea of working out because I like being in high school, although I was on like, I danced and I play volleyball and stuff. I never really considered those things working out. So therefore for me, I was just doing them for fun, but at the same time, they were good for my body. What I've done now, which when I do get the time, I do try to put in some um, physical workout in but I feel like I try to see if what can I use as a workout without me thinking it's a workout so what I started to do which I've said before is walk to work mm -hmm. I use it to listen to stuff but at the same time I it's it's a workout without me thinking about it as a workout mm -hmm. and walking home too so I feel like making that type of change mm -hmm. in my mornings and in my afternoons coming from work has helped me with being able to get some good physical exercise in the day without thinking about it. Oh, this is my workout. Maybe I should do that. Like I can eat cause 
I believe like where I live, I think sometimes <clears throat> walking around is a mile. Mm-hmm. Which is not too bad. But people just need talk. <laughs> you know the neighborhood you live in. They people just want to talk. But I I've always been told that I don't have a very approachable face. I said the same thing too, and people still walk up to me. But it's like niggas just always feel like they want to talk to me, and I and I have the AirPods in, and you I, think that would deter you them, think but it that doesn't deter them. They still want to talk, like they dogs trying to come up on you, like all this extra stuff. And I'm just like, I'm like, do you see? Do does my face look like I want to talk to you right now? And you know, like I always tell you. I try not to engage in small talk because I'm trying to like end the conversation to not, <laughs> but then it's like, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm like, are they not getting the hints? Like, <laughs> no, they're I'm not, not, I'm not, I'm not extending the conversation. I'm not adding anything to it, but mm-hmm, right. and head nods. So it means I don't want to talk. So that's another thing too. I just want to go out there do my shit and come back inside. Like, yeah. Maybe you, I would say try a different time. Around? But you can, <laughs> Niggas is always di- out there. Yeah. I, you can't try a different time, especially with the way you work. So, like, finding the certain time is, could be hard. But then at the same time, like you said, like, people are always out there. So unless you find, like, a completely different route, I don't know what to tell you. And I'm scared of them Connecticut woods. <laughs> Listen, you don't know what you're going to be bumping into. I, um... I guess for me, it's because I'm walking to work and at the time I go to work, everybody's on that same journey of trying to get somewhere. So no mm-hmm. one is in the mood to talk to you. It's for, it's, with me is, I'm, I, I kind I kind of have to get through the good mornings in my neighborhood until I get to the main street where nobody's trying to do all that. But within the neighborhood, if there's, if I see a neighbor, well, they Bunny Hill Mix is like, don't talk to me. I'm trying to get to Right. But within the neighborhood until I get on the mainstream is like the head nods and the good mornings and the, and I'm like, oh God, you okay. You know what my mom does? She will what? see people, like if she's driving up Gun Hill and she sees that you work there, she'll drive you to work. <sighs> Really? And I'll be like, we ain't stopping right now. We late. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I know. I have, I have um, because I do realize I actually am a walker. Even before I've done this for work, I like to walk. And this has happened, happened to me before. And I had to tell that person I wasn't trying to like insult them or anything. So they saw me and they wanted to drop me to work. And I told them, no, it's okay. They're mm-hmm. like, you're sure and sure. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm sure. So when I saw them later, I was telling them, it's just like, it's not that I wasn't grateful for the offer. It's more of like, for me, walking is a way of clearing my head. Walking is a, get, is a, is a form so like I can like process. It's a way of like meditating before I walk into this hellhole. Cause I know y'all about to, you know, come at me with something the moment I come through the door. So the longer I take to get there, the more I get to decompress before I walk into the building. Yeah. So I was, I was had to, and she understood what I was saying. So I'm like, I wasn't like, you know, not being grateful for the offer. It's more of walking to work is literally the quiet time that I have mm-hmm. before I have to deal with other people. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a bad walk. I just, I feel like if you start, if you do it enough, you'll get used to it to the point where it becomes like nothing. Oh yeah. At this point, it is nothing. It's it's nothing to me. Sometimes, you know, when you're listening to a podcast or you're listening to music and you kind of zone out and then something hits you, you're like, oh, 
I'm already here. Okay. So that's true. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes when you when you kind of really zone out. But I just feel like with with that too, you kind of have to be like aware of your surrounding. Cause I'm the type of person that like loves to listen to everything at a very high volume. Oh really? So, yeah, like if I'm listening to music, I I don't want to hear nothing but the bass <laughs> and, mm-hmm. the, and everything. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear the horns honking. I don't want to hear the dogs barking, anybody talking. And I just feel like that's not safe because yeah. you need to have some type of awareness. You need to see hear somebody's calling your name because something's coming at you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But maybe I just need to just get up and do it and just stop coming. I have a pair of headphones that I got that, um, they're actually right here. I'll show you. They're called, they're called a type to something. Oh, aftershocks. So they're the type of headphones that technically they don't sit in your ear. They sit like right before your ear mm-hmm. and it work, It uses vibration so you can hear the music or hear if you're talking to somebody, mm-hmm. but it leaves your ears completely open. Mm-hmm. So if anything is coming out, you, somebody's calling your name, you're not that distracted where you can't oh, okay. hear it. But the music is still loud, but mm-hmm. it's not blocking your ears at all so which I like too so yeah that's good there's yeah a, girl get up do something there's this guy that lives here this old guy like I see him every night when I'm driving in from work and he's mm-hmm. always walking I'm just like it's a damn shame like he just makes me feel so worthless <laughs> the old people always make you feel bad like if he or she can still be doing that what am I right doing? And I'm telling you, sometimes it's cold and he just has his windbreaker on. He's just, he's moving and he's moving. It's not like he and I, he's moving. And he's- you know what? When we look at older folks that that are like that and we, in our minds, we're like, oh, when I get old like that, I want to be like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you got to remember that starts from now. Yeah. You yeah. have to literally like a routine. Start, that, start that routine now so that your body can be used to being able to move and be flexible and your mind to be sharp at that age because if you don't use it you will definitely lose it so or you could just save up your money and go to Miami like I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm really playing I re- that that's that should be like my last resort because I want to potentially have kids and I want to build that habit from now because I know when you have a baby I want to be the mom that's working out while being pregnant. And Mm -hmm. then that way, when I have the baby, the weight, you know, comes off a lot easier as opposed to not doing nothing now. Mm -hmm. And then you will have the muscle memory. I I realized that too. Like a lot of times when, if I stop doing something, especially from when I'm, something I haven't done in a long time when I was young and you start doing again, there is muscle memory to that. So like, like you said, if you want to work out while you're pregnant, of course, like your abdomen and your uterus is stress- stretching, but the moment you have the baby, you're and you still continue, your body will have that muscle memory to go back to where it was. So I feel you, but you got to start that now. Or he could just give me the money to get a mommy makeover and that's your push gift. Yep, I always say that. Don't give me no Range Rover, no AMG. Just give me that 10 G's. Cause you can buy that AMG yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Girl could buy her own AMG. Let me get 10K so I can go to Miami, lift these titties, 
suck these out and I could be rolling in the street with your big ass head baby. How about that? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, if I have a kid, I must love that man. I'm not even joking. Because you know how hard I feel about kids already. It's not that I don't want them. It's just I, I have to be willing to have it with a certain person. So if I have them, I have them. If I don't, I don't. But I know if I have a kid with you, I love I you. I must love you. <laughs> I love you. Trust and believe that. If I have a kid with you, I love you. Because nothing in, makes me happier than coming home and not hearing a soul calling my name. So <clears throat> Listen, and- I was just thinking about that. I need somebody like it's it's really it's really about the support for me mm-hmm. it's the support <laughs> why do i sound like that it's that it's support for me yeah, it's the support for me because because for real i just feel like if you don't have that support why bother stress yourself out I'm, I'm not saying that motherhood is not a beautiful thing and we don't deserve to produce but at the same time if it's gonna come with restraints and then you kind of neglecting yourself how are mm-hmm. you gonna be taking care of somebody so I always said I never want to do having kids by myself and this is my opinion please don't come for me or anything like that but I've always said even at work when we talk about this I was like I don't want to do it on my own granted I know things happen mm-hmm. go into relationships with the best intentions and whatever and things come up you guys don't work out one parent probably pass away I don't want to even even say that but things come up but that's one thing and I understand that that's life but I am not for me just putting my womb in the hands of a man and wake up the next day and be like oh snap I'm pregnant and then we just got to figure this out I if I'm having a baby with somebody for me at least it's intentional. It's not, I don't, it's not going to be like a accidental type of baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know for a fact, like there has not been a man except one that I was ever willing to have a kid with that I've like, mm-hmm. who's been my, I've never like, Oh, we, you, we're not having kids. I know that for a fact. Um, so I've seen my mom do it by herself and all power to her. And I know if push comes to shove and I end up having a baby with someone that I did want to have a baby with and somehow I end up having to do it myself, I know I'm going to find the strength in me to be that single mom, but mm-hmm. I just don't want to. Yeah. Not saying that it would never happen. It's just that I just don't want to and I'm not saying any single mother wishes to be a single mother that's also not what I'm saying because I know people are like so you're saying these single mothers want to be a single I didn't say that yeah I just don't want like you said circumstances happen situations happen and you fall into that category but for you you want it to be intentional and I agree I've always said that I don't want to have kids outside of being married not saying that marriage is gonna make things perfect but I just see how it is in a single parent home as opposed to having two, where I feel like it would be a lot better. But also in a home where both parents are in it. Because I know for a fact, I've seen it where, like, you know, they're married, the mom is the only one doing everything while Mr. is over there reading the newspaper. But like you said, if you having it with somebody, it's somebody that you love and you know is not going to be some fuck nigga when you have a kid. Because that's always my issue too. 
because girl could have been pregnant many moons ago, but girl just didn't do it. Because <laughs> girl ain't no fool. So right. whoever I'm married, I'm be I'm married. I'm gonna marry. I'm pretty sure I made a g- good decision in terms of character and know that this he's gonna be a good father to the child that we're bringing into this world. Right. I want you. I want you to be as hands on in the sex to be as hands on in the terrarium of this child. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you can tell. I feel, I feel like you can tell how good a man is gonna be with kids by little things that he does. Mm-hmm. like how he treats you or how he treats his family and, lo- and certain things that he, I feel like you can you could sometimes pinpoint and be like you know what he's gonna be a good dad you can right wrinkle in your eye and be like yeah I see I see you <laughs> I see you dad <laughs> I see you daddy in more ways than one <laughs> um yeah same so hopefully that's my you know put it out there in the universe pray about it Jesus send me a man who's willing to be a father <laughs> just just don't want to I want to have a baby and or I want to have a legacy are you going to put in work exactly to raise this baby because like just love dropping seeds and like that's what makes them a man just having the future not doing what you're supposed to be doing future because that's his that seems like his goal in life just be dropping kids everywhere no, and not want to pay to, child support just need to snip snip that little thing down there and call it a day since you like the raw dog everything in sight but you know what how crazy this is if you think about it when it comes down to birth control how easier it would actually be for a man to be on birth control than a woman but they made it a female thing at the same time they want to control our bodies mm-hmm. like y'all can really just have a um, vasectomy it's reversible exactly while meanwhile if we do if we get a hysterectomy that's it that's it or tubal ligation and you gotta it's get and you gotta get consent to do I it gotta, i gotta see what the update is in new york state because some they some of them don't want to do it unless you have at least a certain amount of babies Mm-hmm. Or you have a husband who says it's okay yes. for me as a wife of my own body yes. to get a tubal ligation. What, what? Somebody was telling me that that happened to her. She said she was doing, she was gonna do it, and they told her her husband needed to sign off. But I, t- I remember telling you this when I was in high school and I was working on a GYN floor, and and the the GYN was telling me this like a lady wanted to get one but I think she only was having one kid at one point and they were like we can't do it I was like what do you mean and then another time it happened and it needed the consent of the husband but since it's been years later I didn't know that law was if that law was still around but to hear it when I was in high school I was just like oh we still wilding wilding that a woman don't have her own agency over her own body but we got men out here dropping seeds everywhere not want to take care of them okay know how it go you know the vibes it's, it's, never, <laughs> it's one-sided always in everything but i wish a nigga would <laughs> what i what i keep telling you like come down here come sign these papers sir <laughs> i tell you single life is looking great okay single life is looking great um wasn't this couple? Wasn't there some hap, something happened with this YouTube couple? Oh, was it over the weekend? 
I believe so. Like, I, I've never watched any of their videos. I just... Who, what are their names? I think his name is Ken, and he, her name is Diara, I believe. I hope I'm saying her name right. Okay. But... Um, I'm going to look them up right now. Like, I've always seen them online, um, seen pictures of them. I know that he had recently proposed to her, mm-hmm. and she did, like, they had this nice theme like for their photo shoot or whatever that was pretty it looked aesthetically pleasing but they were saying that I guess they saw him out in public with another female that apparently is married and her husband was on live talking and saying like how he's gonna divorce her because you know she's that like that's disrespectful like they both have their significant others and they're out here embarrassing embarrassing them but Mm -hmm. neither of them has said anything to my knowledge I just watched a video with them recently I think it was something like I don't like they were drinking like doing like a like a questionnaire but drinking at the same time this like a Q&A type of thing where you're you're Uh drinking to see if you're gonna either take a shot or answer the question And I don't know if that's how their banter is, but they kind of seemed off in the video a little bit. And even people in the comments were like, I really didn't notice until now. Like he kind of looked like there, there looked like there was problems. Okay. But that's not even my thing. My thing is people chiming in and giving their opinions about what she should do with the situation. So it's like, you have some of them saying she should leave him. And then you have some of them saying, like, don't leave him because you guys built this, you know, business together. And a lot of times, every, like, they're basically saying, like, every man cheats. And this is just something that you got to deal with. I literally hate this term, every man cheats. So you're telling me not a single man on earth has discipline? That's what I'm saying. Like, I... I don't like it either because I don't agree with it. I can say that most men cheat, but not every man cheat. And that's a big difference. But Mm -hmm. I just feel like people use that as a way to normalize their behavior. And I also do feel like it's a way for men to also go ahead and cheat because the statement is every man cheats. So you just give them like a a pass. And my thing is like, okay, but don't you have discipline? It's just like, what I hear when people say it's not the same as when, um, women don't cheat as men okay there's a difference we know that we love you and we would not want to cheat on you so therefore we discipline ourselves not to cheat because do you understand how many men talk to me on a daily basis do you understand how many if i can just turn my neck and hear all i'm hearing is whistles like i don't understand if they don't get that like women on a daily basis get talk to get asked questions you know men are trying to take them out on dinners dates and we turn them down every day why because we know we have a man at home or a a, a husband that we love that we are like we will not cheat on you for yeah that just just like how so therefore we have discipline and i need you to have the same discipline just like how they're pushing up on us the women is pushing up on them too especially if they know that man is fine so like you said, it's the discipline thing, but it's just a matter of stop saying that as a way for them to do what they do and then taking it lightly. Because my thing is there's things you could deal with in a relationship 
and try to fix them, build on, but constantly being cheating on, cheated on is not something for me to say, okay, I'm happy. I'm okay with that because every man cheat. And if I leave, if I leave and go to somebody else, it's going to happen again. How do you know that? And I just, and I feel like it's people, it's, it's, it's older people that put that in the brains of a lot of people and, and men too, cause they do it too. Cause they'll do that to kind of like gaslight you into thinking that, oh, like you going to find nobody better than me. Like if, if you leave me, yeah, nigga, the chances is, is very high. If I do leave you, I might, I just might find somebody else, but I don't know. I don't know if it's because we get comfortable with them and you, it's the, the sense of familiarity and you don't want to move on and try to find somebody different. So you just stay in certain situations and don't want to leave. So instead of like going off and saying like, damn, let me just go, let me just cut my ties with this person and open myself up to the possibility of meeting somebody else. That's it. That knows my worth. But I don't know. Like I said, I've always hated when people say that. I for me it's more of like do you love me enough or care about our family to not jeopardize it by cheating with somebody who you just met or who you just saw like I don't know if you watch Real Housewives of Potomac but there's this um girl Ashley and her husband I forgot his name right now the white guy and yeah and Loki, that man is always cheating on her. And I'm just like, how long are you going to take this? But then again, it's not up to me to judge a woman in a relationship mm-hmm. that she's in. And if she chooses to stay in it, that's her prerogative. But at the same time, it's just like, we we deserve better. You know what I mean? At times, I'm just like... but that's I'll, And I would love to chime in on people's business, but yeah. I chime in on myself. I'd be, mm-hmm. Or I chime in with you or somebody else, but I'm not in the comments giving my opinions. But... I, I would love to always like, girl, we can do better. There is better. And at the same time, if there were women or some girls who wouldn't put up with certain things, guys would just wouldn't not. do exactly. Cause they're either going to meet you where you are or not. Mm-hmm. Because if we, we know when they want you, they go through hoops and do all the things in the stunts and pull out all the stops to get you because that's what they want. So why not act that way all the time with them? No, because they know that if you don't do it, somebody else will do it because people lower their standards all the time to put up with mediocrity and foolishness from some of these niggas. But you see me, I love my sleep, you know, <laughs> and nothing hurt more than to know that you got shit going on with your relationship and you can't sleep well. My sleep is already fucked up. The last thing I need to do is you already add know heartbreak to it. You already know. You <laughs> already know. Cause like, and it's so crazy. Cause I I always say to people, like, I cut men off for less, and you listen, know this. <laughs> like, listen, you- I get crazy anxiety. Like, I don't know if this is just me being in tune with myself, but I get crazy anxiety when something is bothered like when like if I feel like something is happening and I just can't pinpoint it it's like my body is telling me like something ain't right mm-hmm. and I can't sleep but you see when shit is good shit is good girl sleep like a baby girl be drooling mm-hmm. girl be so to know that I'm living with the possibility of you cheating on me 
and me consistently taking you back and you keep doing the same thing, I don't need to be repeating these cycles and tossing and turning every time. No, I work too hard, sir. I've got a lot of going on to be thinking about. This is the least of my problems now. And, I, and you would think that at a certain point in age, they will be past all of this foolishness, but they don't. Like a lot of them don't. You talking about the men? <laughs> yes. Like a yeah. lot of them just don't, they just don't want to stop. And like you said, it's because people out there put up with it. Like there's people out there that's because, because you know, some females will know they have, they have a significant other and they don't care. They don't care. They're, they're satisfied with what little attention they get from them in the moment. And they're good with that. Because they're looking at it like, damn, I'm glad I'm not her. Because she, she's living in a whole dark. And I know, and I know, and you know they're going to sit there and kiki and pillow talk with Shorty too about your situation. Right. Listen, I just. Like I you said, I love my sleeve. I have, I have cut men off for less. <laughs> so sad it's not even sad it's just I know what I'm willing to put up with and what I'm not willing to put up with so yeah this whole idea that men cheat as a past no we need to expect better and do better and like I said it's all about discipline that means you are not capable of disciplining yourself you know it's literally your mind is not able to tell your body what to do what what is always their argument they're I'm a man that's always like and what what so you follow your dick wherever it leads you because you you don't have your because society makes it okay for them to behave that way so they're gonna say they're a man and that's their tendency to to be dogs and cheat and that's why they're always giving women stis bv and the whole nine yards because why Half the time when they got something, they don't even know unless it's in the late stages and their dick is falling off. But we <laughs> over here, and I don't want to say we because I've never had the issue, but you got women over here um, struggling because I think I got something. How much, how many times have we had this conversation, especially through this pandemic? Have I had people tell me in the line of work I am, I just got some bad news from my, from my husband or I got some bad news from my um my um significant other or come in for a routine check and then find out that she got something but i've only been sleeping with my husband then ma'am you need to go home and have yeah. a conversation with your husband your husband ain't sleeping with you <laughs> alone <laughs> only person he's been sleeping with so it's it's just so crazy like at the end of the day they're out here talking about oh men oh you know men cheat but you got men going around and they're tearing up your lives and you still exactly. trying to give them that pass they're exactly. literally tearing up your lives and your body and you're still trying to give them this path. No. And th- that's exactly what I was thinking about today when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about. I'm like, it's not even a matter. It's not even just the fact that psychologically it messes you up. Physically, it's messing you up too because they're going out there and messing with all these other people and you, I'm pretty sure they're not telling them, let me get a copy of your records to see if you if you have no disease or whatever they're not mm-hmm. asking nobody that question they just fucking and fucking and then when you now have sex with them and you start itching and burning somewhere because our like you said our bodies is instantaneously be like something ain't right the ph is not at the optimum level <laughs> so you're gonna be like what's going on only to find out you go see a gyn sorry ma'am but you have chlamydia how the fuck i get chlamydia or a trick Listen, <sighs> niggas, 
And then I've heard stories of men trying to spit it. Oh, no, you didn't get that from me. That's been in your body for how long? And I'm just how? like, you know. Ooh, how? <laughs> how? Especially if you a person that routinely goes and get checked out. Don't come. Mm-hmm. I wait. Listen, I will cut a nigga if you <laughs> like that to me. But that's how I feel like some of these, some, and some of these women be believing them. And I'm just like, you're in absolute denial if you're going to believe that you know how this works. You know how your body works. You know that's not true. You know he's cheating on you, but you refuse to believe it. So, like I said, we deserve so much more. And I have cut men off for less. And I refuse to make some men bring that kind of turmoil in my life i can do that all by myself i don't need you to be adding to the chaos okay do not i I was saying to somebody the other day too that i feel like a lot of times when because like you know as a woman like you are you're sure of yourself and you're at peace with yourself and you good and if a dude comes along and you don't want them they make it seem oh you got niggas or you talking to somebody no sir I'd rather not have to deal with your bullshit. Like, I see I'm crazy perfectly, from a mile away. Like, I'm perfectly fine with not dealing with, with what you have to offer because I know it's not coming with good intentions. It's not leading to something that is going to be... It's not leading to something that's going to be good in the, in the long run. So why bother entertain it? I'm and just going to put a stop And a lot of it. women do that. They, they know... because let's be serious <clears throat> we women we have a sixth sense and a lot of times before we go into certain relationships and it's not all because sometimes men they will put up a good front what you know and they will, they sent a representation of themselves that looks great and you were like oh this is good and the next thing you know you realize you are in bed with a crazy person but there are those other ones when we know from the get like mm-hmm. this ain't good for me but he's cute though so let me go anyway and then you wouldn't have like not even heartbroken but in some crazy turmoil with a man that you know it was never gonna go anywhere with so i feel like what we they were waving high (laughs) in the sky um so i feel like what we have to do is listen to that sixth sense that we know every time we listen to it it's always right Mm -hmm. and not second guess ourselves because nine times out of ten when you second guess second guess yourself you make the wrong decision yep and you just you should just need to go with your gut instinct. And if he looks crazy and he's seen crazy, but he's still got a cute smile, they're the worst. Run. <laughs> that nigga crazy. <laughs> Those are the ones you need to not walk away from, run away from. <laughs> Especially in this time of cuffing season when all they really want is a hot meal and a warm bed. Worst the place locked down. Worst the place locked down. <laughs> so it, so let it let them not have a sturdy place to be men are extra sweet in this time of season they will talk your ear off call you sweetie on sugar plum <laughs> no you you really gotta be strong out here you you really just have to know who you are and be a strong minded strong willed person because these niggas will lead you astray and i feel bad for a lot of women too that have low self-esteem and they're and are insecure because if you don't have like a tribe of people around you that is going to uplift you and make you and like push you in in times like when niggas put you through shit and you keep taking them back and nobody's there to check you you end up putting yourself in situations where you're suffering longer than you really need to and 
like I was I think I was having this conversation with my mom like a lot of women put up with shit because they're lonely they're lonely they don't have anybody that part they're lonely part so like like I don't think I tell you enough but I respect you a lot of times when you say certain things because like like you said like all the time like I don't need a nigga like I'm good with just the company I have my friends the people that are around me like because I was even saying I was even thinking about like my one of my patients that I had over the weekend and how she's been through so much and this girl does not show any sign of like de- like sadness or defeat she's just so upbeat and it's the people that's around her that's making her feel that way so I just feel like if you have people around you with good intentions and gonna like you know champion you through whatever you going through and let you know like it gets better from here fuck that nigga you just gonna fall back in the same trap right i i always say when people always have this line of like oh you're just gonna end up lonely and i'm just like but what is your definition of loneliness granted we all want relationships like romantic relationship right but i feel like that's just a slice of the pie it's Mm -hmm. not the whole pie so what is what else is rest in what else is going on in the rest of your life and I gotta say like I love the friends and the family that I have because when I'm with you guys I actually feel whole and when I'm half the time I'll be like y'all are getting on my nerves (laughs) (laughs) but I actually actually feel whole and that like I'm never feeling lonely I always want to be alone sometime because I just need time to think for myself but the sense of being lonely or having loneliness, I don't have that because I have a great group of girlfriends who in their own right are doing great things in their life. Top and tier bitches. Also, top tier bitches, y'all know. <laughs> yeah, top tier friends. But, and at the same time, who are, bring value and value to my life. Because even just looking at each of my friends and the individual things that they're doing motivates me to want to be better and do better at the same time when y'all know me I'm like y'all biggest cheerleader I will scream and holler and motivate you to get to your best potential but at the same time while you guys are doing that I I'm also motivated by seeing you guys have success and move up in life so if the man comes, he comes. If he don't, that's not going to make my life any less. And that's literally how I look at it. A word. <laughs> <laughs> A word. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's really it. I'm not saying like here and there, I don't want some, something, something, but it don't, it, it's not what I like think about all day, every day. It is what it is, but I love you guys and I never feel lonely. And I feel like we have to be kind of intentional about who we consider friends yeah we, we always have conversations harsh. like that <laughs> um and I'm never afraid to tell people you and I are not friends you are my co-worker you are an associate because the people who I actually consider friends friends are truly my friends and we have been through things together and they and we lean on each other in certain times and yeah so being intentional about and there's there's this thing when people say no new friends and when I say no new friends it's the same time I'm not talking about oh I'm just not open to the idea of meeting idea but not just I'm not just allowing any and anybody in my close circle I feel like that's what that phrase actually means when they say no new friends Mm -hmm. I'm not just gonna bring whatever stray dog in Mm -hmm. my circle if I know that we're just by communicating with you and talking with you and over time I'm like yo 
me and this person are on like on the same wavelength and I like talking to them. I like them in my company. I like have spending time with them. Then that's fine. But I'm not going to call you my friend for the sake of trying to stack up numbers on the friend roster. That's not how yeah. that works. And, then, and that's how I feel with you too. Like we met at work. You know how I feel about people <laughs> at work. We ain't friends. Nigga, but, you wasn't my friend either. I wasn't trying to be your friend. See? And that's how we bonded, because we understood that. <laughs> I told you the first time, I, I still say it. I was like, this little girl. <laughs> I was like, who is this little girl? Not knowing she a whole grown-ass woman older than me. <laughs> so, and then over the time and years, I'm like, yo, we, we vibe. We, we on that same wavelength. And you're in the inner circle. So, yeah, you have to know who you are and what kind of life you're trying to live and make sure the people that you surround yourself will surround yourself with add to that as well as you add to your lives because you can't just be the type of person want to take take from people and not also want to give to them as well. It's a symbiotic relationship that has to be balanced. And on, on, on that note, <laughs> I was about to say, we could hold on that positivity, love, and light. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this was a great episode. Um, guys, it was great to talk with you guys this week. Somebody tell Trump he's out of a job and he needs to find a new one. Uh, like, <laughs> subscribe, tell a friend, and we'll catch you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>